Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Lockie Whitfield has been instrumental in a lot of this. Lockie, great to have you on Crunch Time. Congratulations and welcome. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Is it satisfying today to play those two Friday nights in a row? Yeah, it's been quite enjoyable. Um, we don't often get the Friday night fixtures, so... Um, yeah, we really look forward to them. Although there wasn't any fans, and we know, you know that's why you want to play Friday nights in the big stage. But um, yeah, we've been able to play some really good footy of late, so it's um, a good vibe at the moment. Was it significant to be able to back up last week's performance? And Leon spoke about the frustration of not being able to win two two in a row a bit too often this season. Yeah, it was. It's quite um, a little bit relieving almost because consistency has been a big issue for us, especially coming off good wins against the good teams. We often um, you know, just probably relax a little bit um, the following week. So to be able to have two really impressive performances back-to-back is pleasing. Lockie, congratulations on the last two weeks personally, but also as a team. And speaking about that inconsistency, a lot of it's been forced with the flipping of the magnets of the ins and the outs due to injury, some suspension in there as well. How pleasing it is, is it as a leader of the football club to see this young group come through and also have such a balanced performance over a two-week period? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's nothing new for us um, of late to be hampered by injury. So, you're right, the mag- magnets are definitely flipping. But the young guys are, are coming in and playing some really great roles for us. And um, they're bringing a, an energy that um, us old blokes probably can't sort of provide at times. So, that they're a real big reason to why we're playing well at the moment. And, um, you know, like players like Xavier O'Halloran and Connor Iden, who has locked down a, a spot in our back line, are just really big drivers in that. Have you put yourself in that bracket of one of the older players, Lockie, that needed that sort of youthful exuberance to help you keep going? Because no one works harder than you. <laughs> I think I am at the moment. Um, the list is, you know, hugely young. So, um, yeah, it feels it feels like I'm one of the older blokes now. And, uh, you know, I've been nine years in the system. So you sort of have to learn as you go. And I'm trying to learn my leadership as it is at the moment. But, um, yeah, just really enjoying all the youth and the energy they bring. Your club for a period of time has been criticised in a lot of ways for not having enough role plays. Over the last couple of weeks, and we use role plays in a polite way, have they been emphasised for how important they are to this group, whether it be the younger players coming in or what we do know as those traditional role plays? How have you emphasised their importance on this, uh, on the couple of performances? Yeah, hugely. I think, um, you know, playing your role in our team is uh, often emphasised through the week and in our review meetings. So uh, it's what we go out there to try and do because we, you know, we reflect on that pretty heavily through, um, you know, watching the watching the tape on the on the Monday morning. So, um, yeah, that's all you got to do. If you want to play consistent footy, everyone plays their role and that's, we've been able to do that of late. Hey, Lockie Leper here. Um, mate, it looked like really last night you had a real conscious effort to want to break that tackle and bust through Richmond's front line. I didn't see many blast kicking and things like that from stoppage. Was that a real focus from Leon? Because it really made the Richmond backs accountable. Yeah, Lepo, it was. Um, 
we we thought we did it really well last week as well against Geelong. Just um, you know, once we were getting the tackle, just to be able to absorb the pressure and either hold the ball in for a stoppage or just get a, a one hand ball out and try and move the ball forward. And um, yeah, again through the week we spoke about it a lot, trained it as well, um, knowing that Richmond are probably the best team being able to disturb that. So um, yeah, I think we executed it pretty well. I think we're still at times could have probably gotten it better, especially in the second half. But um, yeah, pleasing, mate, pleasing. And and also the big mummy. We all love him. And I love the big battle with him and Nank last night, the two big bulls. What does he provide for the group? Because he tends to play a couple of weeks, then maybe a week off here and there. What does he, what does he like for the group? You've got a great win-loss record when he does play too. I think it's like seven and two when he plays and two and seven when he doesn't, something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, um, well, mummy just does what he's been doing for the last 10 years. He just... Heard um, likes. Yeah, like, but he's, you know what you're going to get from Mummy. When we talk about consistency and role play, um, he probably epitomises that. You know, you're going to get a, a really hard attack on the ball and someone who doesn't give up. But the one thing he's been adding, he's, I think he's hit a couple of snags of late, which yep. is a bit confusing to me and probably <laughs> to the rest of us. But um, yeah, he's, you know, it's, it's an interesting record. You've just said the two and seven thing. So yeah, or hopefully he plays the rest of the season then. <laughs> Lockie, watching from a tactical perspective last night, it looked like you didn't want to necessarily press up on the mark. You wanted to keep the ball alive. And I think the terminology you might use is energise the football. So making the Tigers take that space and therefore you can have an 18-man defence still in front of the football or behind the football. Is that something that was specific for the Tigers last night or is this how you guys like to go about your football when you play your best? Um, I think that was probably something that um, just eventuated through the game. We didn't really talk about it too much through the week, but... um, through that first quarter, uh, a few blokes up in the forward line um, just spoke about it and then it, it progressed through the whole team and we were able to, to do that to try and be able to trap them and use our sort of, yeah, full ground press and bubble sort of defence on them. So, it was, yeah, it's just, I guess, a few blokes recognising the game pretty well and being able to communicate it throughout the team. And, Lockie, I was talking to you, well, great mate, Craig Lambert, and he thinks maybe he might be the difference now that he's joined the hub <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And is it Adam Schneider that's gone home now for you, Group? He's taken that, that role? Yeah, so Adam, um, you know, when Melbourne went into lockdown, he's he's got a family, a young family up in Sydney um, that, you know, he went back to, to be part of. And, you know, a lot of our coaching staff are doing it really tough at the moment with families back there. So, um, you know, a huge credit to them for just continuing their role. But yeah, Lammy's come in, um, did the two weeks up in Brizzy in the quarantine with Mel. And uh, he'd like to say he's the difference, but he's, yeah, he's good. <laughs> Craig, eh? Hey, Lockie, it's Sam Edmund here. I wanted to ask you about Josh Kelly, who was magnificent again last night. Now, you've been in his shoes in terms of, you know, signing a long-term contract and all the speculation that comes with that. How and when did he tell the team that he was staying? Um. Well, I didn't know actually until about two hours before it got released. So, right, um, he, he keeps things pretty quiet. He keeps them close to the chest, as Josh. And um, you know, with with the last contract and this one, um, he's you know sort of t- taking his time, which he's definitely allowed to do. And I think people just know how he goes about the process. So I, I, I personally and a lot of the other guys just leave him be and have faith that he was going to make the right decision. And you know, I never thought that he was going to leave personally. So. Um, yeah, it eventuated how I thought it would. So I'm I'm very pleased to have him for the rest of his career and probably longer. Might, yeah, have, been, might have been a giveaway when he rocked up in a Ferrari and bought a boat that week as well. <laughs> so there might have been a couple of little yeah. subtle things. How was how the yeah. group holding up as a, as a whole, Lock? I mean, you guys have done it as tough as anybody 
over the last two years with the travel and the lack of seeing your family. Speaking about Adam Schneider going back for personal reasons, as a collective, it looks like you've got a lot of purpose in the way that you're performing. But how are you holding up knowing how challenging it is? And as a leader, getting across the group to make sure that everybody is feeling in a, in a good place. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's tough at times. Like um, a lot of our families joined the group last week, which made things a bit easier. But I think we've been on the road for seven plus weeks now, and I um, feel like we're bouncing around a bit. But um, it's probably the young blokes that don't like don't have anything really tying them to Sydney that are just kind of like on a working holiday, really. That are bringing that energy through the week and on the weekend and keeping everyone up. So um, big kudos to them. But yeah, it's sort of Unfortunately, it's probably something we're used to now, which is, you know, isn't a great thing, but it is what it is. Keep the season rolling, and um, yeah, we're just in a good spot right now. What's your personal circumstance, Lockie? Did you have anyone come and join you through quarantine? Yeah, yeah, my partner um, did the two weeks up in the hub, and yeah, we're together now, which is pleasing, makes life easier. And Lockie, what are you being told about the pre-finals buy? I mean, we're led to believe, and I think a lot of clubs expect it to be scrapped. Is that what you're being told at the moment at the Giants, that they'll you'll roll straight on into finals? I don't know, mate. I haven't right. had a word of chat about that yet. Um, I think, yeah, it was just a, it was almost like a elimination final for us last night. So we just can put all of our effort into that. And um, we've got the weekend off, and I'm sure we'll probably talk about that, uh, I don't know, maybe the week after next. But... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one more game to go. We'll, we'll just make sure we rock up next week and then probably think about that stuff after. One more about your game, Lockie. We were talking before about roughly how far you would run the game and how well you run out, particularly the second halves. Can you give us and probably the listeners just a bit of a gauge that might want to challenge themselves or think that they're at AFL standard? How far would you roughly run in a game? Um, I'd, oh, the GPS probably say plus 15. Um it kind of differs per position. I think when I'm up on the wing, it'd be a little bit more. But um, I don't mind playing halfback. You get a little bit more rest. But then again, you're chasing someone around. Your high speed meters are up. So you're probably just half as tight doing that. But um, yeah, a couple of Ks here and there. Let's, let's go the other way. I'm thinking about going for a run this afternoon. Who could I relate to? Who runs the least? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'd think Mummy, but he actually covers the ground pretty well. Um, yeah, he's actually fit as. Um, the way he ran off the ground uh, after kicking that goal late, I thought I was going to be able to keep up with him. I thought I'd have Mummy covered. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he loves getting on the, in the swimming pool and that. He's pretty good through the week with his fitness. Um, but yeah, he always just looks like broken, doesn't he? Like the way he does, <laughs> it looks like he's about to trip over his own feet or something like that. Hey, look, there's a lot of kids that actually wear the GPS now in local footy, and there's a few down at Peninsula. You're old school that I do spend some time with. What yeah. is the? What How is you the... going down there, Are you winning games? No, not really. We haven't um, <laughs> we haven't played a lot either throughout lockdown. In fairness, but what is the measurement? If you had to say, because a lot of kids are wearing the GPS now, is it meters a minute? If anything, they're looking for in their game to be like an AFL player, would that be the one thing clubs look at? Um, oh, it's probably all position based, mate. But yeah, metres per minute. Um, you know, anything around the one forties is good. Um, yep. Obviously, K is at the end of the day. But we we talk a lot about repeat sprint efforts and high speed metres. So, okay. um, just you know, your efforts above twenty. I think it's like twenty six k an hour or something like that. How many times you can keep repeating those sprints? Yep. Lockie, good on you. Uh, enjoy the weekend's off, although it is in lockdown, so these things are all relative, aren't they? But uh, well done on last night, and good luck uh, in securing that finals position. Okay, guys, thanks. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? 
Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Amen.